0: Shall we? Take a sip. There go. Cheers, Drew. Cheers. Mm. Number four. Here we go. This is only my second. That's only your second. Oh.
1: <laughs> I know. No, this no, is episode I mean, four. right now.
0: Number four. Right? It is. So Rachel's out this morning. So uh, second string here. Drew. I'm just kidding. No, Drew. We love having you here.
1: No. No. Nope. I'll take
0: it. I'm actually really excited about today because we have Shimmertastic shimmering, sheening inks to talk about. Yeah, we're
1: gonna talk about the differences between sheening and shimmer. We've got some bottles here. It's just a super popular thing that uh, is gonna be easy to talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, we initially conceived of doing right now, what, twice a week? And this is now the third one in three days? Talking is not difficult (laughs) for us. It is not. It's like a gift. It just kind of comes naturally to us. Um, but, ooh, just slipped my arm a little bit there. Not awkward at all. We're gifted in multiple ways. Just check. Audio's running, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah um, just want to make sure. Okay, yeah. Anyway. We're good. We've had a host of technical issues lately. So I'm just like, so do you, want, do you like, want to talk about. It's on and
1: working. Okay. Do you want to talk about the difference between shimmer and sheen first? do you want to get into yeah. kind of the history of
0: shimmer? Let's, you know what? Let's talk about the difference between shimmer and sheen. I feel like we got to kind of lay that out there. Yeah. So, part of what prompted this idea yesterday when we were talking, we were like, hey, let's do it right now tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What do we talk about? It was We got the new Organic Studio, which we're going to be restocking here in a couple days. We're just waiting on the shipment to come in. Uh, The uh, three inks that we have are Nitrogen, Walden Pond, and uh, Twilight Blue, right? Right. Which have various names. Yeah, um, Ralph Old Emerson,
1: Henry David Thoreau. Most of them know them. Most folks know them by the ones that Brian just threw Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, these are heavy sheening inks, which means that it has kind of a metallic... Look to it, sort of like a reddish kind of uh, shine. I guess. Right, and that that shine is a
1: good way to say it because it doesn't yeah. look like that in all angles or at all lights, depending on the paper you exactly. use, the angle that you're looking at it on. Exactly. That that's mainly what uh, the difference is between that and shimmer. What shimmer is just particles in the actual ink. And from what I understand, there's no real particulate in these. Obviously, there's something in there that gives it that There's some kind of hoodoo in sheans. here.
0: There's some kind of hoodoo, but yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like. I thought, you know, while we're doing this kind of thing uh, in real real time here, we can actually swab them up. Let me like really dump it on so we see what's going on. So this is nitrogen, which is a nice popping blue. And uh, as it dries up here, you're gonna see it has a kind of a reddish sheen. You can even see the reddish, sheen kind of going on. Especially on the where of the bottle. it bottles, Yeah, where it pools up. And this card is actually somewhat absorbent. Um, I can maybe even show a little bit of an example of how it looks different on different papers. Uh, let me go ahead and do it on Tomaway River, which will really make it uh, pop. So, we'll kind of let drink. that. Hang yeah, dry. it'll it'll a be bit. a
1: little bit. It'll get. It might take a minute to do it. Um. But shimmering inks have been super popular the last <laughs> couple of years and yeah. just recently, uh, in large part I think due to Organic Studios coming out with these three inks the sheen wave seems to be upon us people are really really digging what these do and in some ways it's a way to get a really cool effect with your ink without running the risk of you know kind of putting in your pen a more high maintenance ink like some of the shimmer ones are because the shimmering inks do have actual particles in them that more or less, you know, turn into a higher maintenance experience for your pen. So they require more specific cleaning approaches, whereas the
0: sheening inks really don't. Yeah.
1: Hey Brian, what is that ink that you just used? So this
0: is Jeroban Emerald of Shavor, and uh, the 1670 series of Jeroban inks is really kind of what got this whole thing started. Um, And uh, it started out with Rouge Hematite, and then you had Blue Ocean, which actually originally came out with no glittery kind of aspect to it at all. They later reformulated it to have kind of a gold glitter in there. And then you also have um, Stormy Gray that then came out and then Emerald of and then you have Carib de Chypre, and which, I know oh, you love to say that. that. Carib de Chypre. Carob de Chypre. Carib de Chypre. And then you have uh, the latest one, which has been the 1798 Amethyst Altered de the So uh, it's a lot of numbers to remember, and I don't have a great memory, so I'm actually kind of surprised I came out with all that. But that started out in 2010, and that kind of got it rolling. And then when Diamine came out with the Shimmer Tastic line, that just kind of blew the doors off in terms of, yeah. um, you know, what this means. So as these things are kind of drying here, I'm going to show you which one would be better, do you think Pinklitz or gold? Golden Sands really gets a gold. Yeah,
1: they're both pretty good, really, both pretty popular. So the
0: difference, the difference is, rather than just having, like, kind of a little bit of a hint of shine to it, it has actual like a noticeable particulate that kind of settles down in the bottle uh this is diamond golden sands here and you can see it kind of swirling around in there i don't know if you can capture can that yeah yeah there whatever go. looks good i can't see what it looks like there So um, you can see there is glittery stuff in here. And when you put it in the pen, it's gonna leave like a glittery effect on your feed and it's gonna get kind of everywhere. But just as he's saying it settles and you know, needs to be shaken up
1: that, you're gonna need to do that same thing within your converter or whatever you're using. at Yeah, cause it's gonna settle inside
0: your pen like this too. In like minutes, like in a relatively short period of time. Um, So I'll go ahead and I'll swab this one up too. So you can kind of see the example. Like this has some shimmering ink in it as well.
1: And you can see that just as the bottle Shows a lot of it. You're going to see that same effect in your converter, or if it's an internal piston, you're going to have that same need to shake. Nice. So if you're using one of these guys, you'll might you're going to need to agitate it a little bit before you get started, and even you
0: know during riding in some cases. Yeah, that one's still... So this is an inkjet paper, which... Uh, sorry, it's a laser paper, but it's a. It's it's not the highest quality laser paper. Um, so it's going to be more absorbent. This kind of jumps a little bit further into the conversation where the type of paper can make a really huge difference into how much sheen and shimmer actually will show up. The um, nib size matters. The more of the stuff you dump on... Mm-hmm the more of it yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna show. Here's
1: another good example of what settling can look like. If I started writing with this, I'm just gonna be writing with that dark part of the ink. The particulate and the glitter has just started chilling down there on the bottom since I had my pen sitting down. And uh, you're gonna need to shake and shimmy it a little bit. I really like the Nemesign singularity for shimmering inks because the converter that it comes standard with has a small agitator in there and it helps kind of get the you know, particulate and the shimmer moving a little. And it's completely disassemblable. So the feed, the housing pulls out really easily. It's mm-hmm. a standard number six nibs. If the converter does get gunked up to the point of no return, you can toss it, get another standard
0: international in there. Yeah. And that has, has that really happened a lot though, like to the point of no return? Because I know this one concern we get is like, is this going to destroy my pen? No, it really doesn't. But there I, have I been that. there have
1: been times where I've personally been, you know, too lazy to do it. You know, and I've had a spare one laying around. I don't know. I am sure, I am sure. standard international converters. You yeah. Know, so sometimes I'm just like, you know, what, it's enough. not worth my time. That's
0: probably unique to being here, though. I imagine maybe maybe <laughs> maybe everyone doesn't have a collection. You know, it is, it
1: is a good idea. You know, if you have this in, say, a piston pen or a vacuum filler, that's not easily disassemblable or is not designed to be disassembled Mm -hmm. I would avoid it just because it does require you know every now and then some additional cleaning uh, initiative so I like to put this in a pen where the feed the nibs easily removed the housing unscrews all that good stuff something where the piston assembly is designed to uh, come out like a Twisby or something if you're working with an internal piston that that's fine but every Mm -hmm. now and then you might need to get in there and do a more heavy-duty cleaning if you're like me and occasionally have the uh, multi-week hiatus on your pens.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the thing. These are I would I wouldn't say they're like Going to cause damage to your pen necessarily, but they are higher maintenance ink for sure. Sure. And if you can clean them out before they get dried up in there, it's going to make your life so much easier, right? Which on some pens might be like every couple of days, right? So for sure, it's not just like a set it and forget it kind of thing. You got to stay on these things, especially if you have a pen that's harder to clean out. Um, Did you talk about toothbrush at all? No, uh, you know, like Brian said, if you get to it soon enough, you're going to be fine. A little bit of pen flush Mm -hmm. will take.
1: Honestly, it'll most most of it, especially it. if it's not like dried up in there. Yeah, but if you do get get it a little gunked up, or if you have a feed that's particularly, uh, I mean, every feed is different. Some of them have you know more you know uh, you know minute nooks and crannies in them. Yeah. And the you know an old toothbrush works wonders. You know, pull the feeds, get in there with some pen flush. I actually just like toothpaste. Honestly, put a little bit of pen flush on the toothbrush and just you know there go to go. town on it. But uh, It cleans it, up pretty easily. It yeah. is, and for me, it, it it just shortens the time you have to take to do it too. Like yeah, You can do it with pen flush and you know a little bit of warm water and just go over and over and over again. Me, to save time, I just go to town with a brush and get it done quick. Yeah.
0: Have you gotten feedback that it like tends to maybe dry up the pen or like cause f- more flow issues? I think it depends on the ink, doesn't it? It depends
1: on the ink and how often you're using it, just like yeah. with any higher maintenance ink.
0: Yeah, so before we move on to that though, I just want to show, now that these have dried a little bit, I want to show kind of what it looks like on different paper because it definitely makes a huge difference. So these high sheen, high shimmer inks, you know, I've got a cardstock right here. This is just like a regular kind of copy paper. And then this is Tomoe River, which is really known to make the sheen pop a lot. So um, you can get sheen out of just about any ink on Tomoe River. Mm -hmm. But you can see the glitter going on here, especially with Emerald of Shavor and Golden Sands. No shimmer, no like glittery effect going on with nitrogen. uh, But you can see that kind of red, heavy purple, uh uh sheen you can see it more at this angle if you want to come over here yeah and the 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 lighting matters a lot Mm -hmm. when it catches the light yeah is it kind of getting there oh yeah oh yeah you can definitely see that glitter pop out there and you do get some of that on the cardstock as well a little bit less so especially like emerald of shavor like you see the glitter but you don't see as much of the sheen so it really depends on the paper it depends on how much ink is being put down if you're using a fine nib you Know something that's a little a drier pen, you're not going to see as much of it pop, so right. When you, you
1: really need to get that pooling, to yeah. When to you see it when pop. you look
0: at some of our images or you see pictures on Instagram where there's this beautiful sheen and glitter everywhere, so um, just know that that's probably more on like the Tomoe River side. Yeah. Like the more ink resistant the paper, Tomoe River, Clairefontaine, Rhodia, something like that, you're gonna get more of that uh, than you will on like your just everyday copy paper or a legal pad or something like that, right? And every mm-hmm. one of them has its
1: pros and cons, you know. With something like Tomoe, it's gonna. Look amazing, but if you're ready to journal, then you're gonna have to wait a yeah. long time. Like to this flip is the still page. drying. The nitrogen is while. still
0: drying. I did that what like
1: six minutes ago. Copy paper adversely is gonna dry quick. You'll be able to turn the page, but you're not gonna get that. Pros shimmer. and cons. So finding
0: kind of like a balance, will, yeah. you know, be
1: able to get you that you know reasonable dry time with the sheen and pop
0: that you want. Yeah. So while we while we close this out, we talked about maintenance. We talked about paper. Let's talk about the different types of sheening and shimmering inks. And then kind of, I think we can kind of rate them a little bit too. All right, let's do Um, it. Like I know the the Organic Studios, the reason we carried these three and not like their normal line is because they're heavy sheening inks. And definitely like Robert Oster is really known for having some heavy sheening inks like fire and ice Mm -hmm. and like fire and lots of things with fire and water and ice and lakes and things like that. Yes. Uh, So they, uh, Robert Oster has a lot of sheening inks. Um, But then we start to get more into kind of the shimmery stuff. Right. Um, and there's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit subjective, but there's kind of a spectrum of shimmerability. Tell me more I about feel. that. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I personally feel like um, the Jerobon, the 1670s and the 1798 has kind of a finer pigment in them. Oh. Um, you can see the particulate that kind of settles in here, but to me it seems just really fine. Like you can even see it, it just settled down in there, but um, I don't know how easily you can catch that, Andy, but, you know, no, not really. Mm-mm. So the stuff kind of settles down in the bottle. It's very fine. It's it's not, it's very subtle, but, you know, you can see more distinct kind of thicker chunks and some of the other glittery inks. That are I find there. that the Jerobon tends to be a little bit more well-behaved in pens. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. And then when you get into, to me, I think next is Diamond Shimmer Tastic. I think the, the sheen is a little more, in, or sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. yeah, the shimmer is a little more intense. I don't know whether it's a higher concentration of it. I don't know if it's the particulate is thicker. It seems like that to me. It seems like the light catches and you get like brighter kind of pops of light out of this shimmer. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any scientific way to prove that. That's just what it seems like to me. I would agree. Um, And it kind of coats the feed a little bit more in the pen. Uh, Then we get into... We haven't talked about Nemesine yet. Yeah, I think Nemesine is like on the far end of the spectrum. Do we want to go with one in between then? Um, Well, no, we can go ahead and and swab this one up. Because this one, is this the blue Snowball Nebula? Yeah, it is. Okay, so this one to me is like... Really, really, really saturated, um, with lots and lots of shimmer. I don't know about the thickness of the glitter in there, but God, look at that bottle! Isn't that an attractive bottle? That is cool. That's a good-looking bottle. That is cool. Um, But this stuff, like this stuff, will gunk up the pen. Like you got to really stay on top of it for this. So, but it
1: looks good.
0: Yeah, it's gonna look real good. And you can see it's like pretty immediate. I'll go ahead and do a couple of passes here, just so we really lay it on thick. So it's a blue, but it's gonna have a really, really heavy kind of like frosted look. I mean, you can see that glitter coming out even before it's dry. And I'll do it on the copy paper too, just so we get it going on there. This is also known as Andy trying to get hard (laughs) shots. Um, So I think this is more on the far end of the spectrum. It's going to be higher maintenance. It's going to be like, you'll hardly even get the actual color of the ink. You're just getting like straight up glitter uh, across the whole thing. There's not a lot of variation there. Not as much as like, say, the Jerobong. Um, and then you've got the Robert Oster Shake and Shimmy as well, which That's we don't. Call it. We don't carry this one, but you can see how much kind of stuff is settled down in the bottom of these bottles. Uh, it's a pretty high concentration of. The shimmy, which I guess is the yeah, there, there's thing. A, the whole thing. They like they the you to have do to do shake and shimmy to use this. Yes. Thing. So Robert has designed this. We don't carry this. It's a it's a higher price. You have to buy it in a in a like a four pack. You can't get them separately. And it's like fifty bucks. So we you know and for us to supply, we got to get it direct from Australia. It takes a long time to come. So but we're we're on know, the fence about that one. But if you're like really dying to get this, you know, let us know. That's part of why we're doing this is to get some feedback on it. And then uh, another one that we're kind of considering and I think we're we're actually very much leaning towards it. We'll go ahead and just don't check it what yet. The heck. Um so this is the uh has several different ones. They actually have gold and silver sheen and they have copper uh, shimmer, which is new, which is well, new to us anyway. And we have that. so many different shimmering inks now, it's hard to carry everything, but the copper we feel is pretty unique. You can go ahead and tip it it's if just you like want. It's sitting at the bottom. Yeah. It's just chilling there, but cool. it looks so cool when you flip it over. Because it like yeah, yeah right that one especially that's the is that whiskey brown no, that's, no that's the uh, yellow copper yeah. okay but
1: if you look at the bottoms of them like it's legit copper colored it's not silver or gold like what we've seen in the past you can tell that it is a copper type of mica or whatever they use whatever powder they yeah, use it's like the powder-y yeah powdery kind of
0: stuff yeah, yeah so we've got um so, cool. so these are the diatremensis ones we swabbed them up so it's different colors and frankly we we. When